everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hoarders of Horror. I have missed you guys. I've been really excited and looking forward to this conversation with my good sis, Breezy Carter, who's gracing us once again with her presence. Say hi to the folks. Hey, y'all. What's up? We're talking Walking Dead, guys. If you love zombies, you have heard of The Walking Dead. But for those of you guys who don't know what The Walking Dead is, it is based on the comic book series written by Robert Kirkman. So it's described as this gritty drama portrays lives in the months and years that follow a zombie apocalypse. So a group of survivors, they travel in search of safety and security, constantly on the move in search of a secure home. But the pressure each day to stay alive sends many in the groups to the deepest depths of human cruelty. And they soon discover that the overwhelming fear of the survivors can be more deadly than the zombies walking among them. At times, the interpersonal conflicts present a greater threat to their continuing survival than the walkers that roam the country. So that is The Walking Dead. And the original series has been um, going strong for 10 whole years. Now, whether you love or you hate Walking Dead, that is a whole different story. But we love The Walking Dead around here. And if you've been live for 10 years, you must be doing something right. So not only have they been they've been up and running for 10 years, but they've also managed to create a couple of series. Now, I know the Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm not sure of the the newer spinoff. Um, mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the spinoffs, Breezy? I only watched the first two seasons of Fear of the Walking Dead. And then after mm-hmm. that, I just didn't pay attention to it anymore. I didn't even know gotcha. that there was another spinoff coming out, yeah. to be honest. It's actually already out. But, um, oh, I, I had out. no clue. It's out. And I watched like the first couple of minutes of one episode um, that one is called The Walking Dead World Beyond. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm about this life. Like, <laughs> it was giving mm-hmm. me, it was giving me the Walking Dead Degrassi vibes from the first oh. episode. Like, yeah, what, it was like mad it. childish or? Like, I mean, I just saw like a school bus with like a bunch of teens and it was like, I they it looked like they were prepping for some type of ceremony and then there was like a class president i I don't know what was going on and i was just like "Mm, i'm gonna put this you know i'm gonna put this in my you know my catalog and then i'll come back and i'll check it out another time um but what um was there anything in particular about the fear of the walking dead that you know made you not keep watching it or i think because i had just it's really hard for me to even just get involved in like spinoff shows anyway yeah. because I just be so emotionally attached to the characters that I originally fell in love with yeah um yeah. I know Morgan finds his way on to Fear of the Walking Dead which is what made me kind of want to start back maybe watching it to see how he got involved with it because I when they were when they were saying that they were gonna have a cast member from the Walking Dead become a main character on fear the walking dead my mind went straight to like abraham i was like i feel like he would be perfect because i think it where i stopped at they was like in mexico and Mm -hmm. i'm like you know abraham was in texas he's right there he's no longer on the walking dead i feel like that'd be a perfect segue to bring him into the fold especially since morgan was still on the walking dead yeah so when i found out it was morgan i was like oh but (laughs) i was like it's not that I dislike him. I just, I'm like, he's already still on The Walking Dead. What does he need to be on The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead for? Especially when there's like dead characters that they could have brought back to put on Fear the Walking Dead. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, technically, if I recall correctly, in the original series, it kind of shows you him kind of like leaving again and, you know, kind of. Yeah, they randomly away. find him again. And that's when he almost killed Rick's ass or whatever. But I don't know. It's just, I guess it's like, I just got caught up watching other shit it's like it's not that fear the walking that was bad the parts that i mm-hmm. saw i really liked alicia yeah. um and like nick they're not like even though nick kind of pissed me off a bit but i <laughs> yeah. i don't know i just wasn't it's it wasn't like i was just so sold on it to like keep watching it i guess yeah no that's definitely understandable um especially with uh just the the 
the fans that the original series was able to, you know, um, to accumulate and just kind of, like you said, that emotional investment in the characters that we just grew up with and, you know, just know and love. Mm. And now it's like, oh, now it's just like all these new people. (laughs) And, like, you know, so I like I definitely get that. But I will say that, you know, for anybody that wants to jump into the Fear of the Walking Dead, definitely watch it very standalone like if you go in yeah don't think about anything from the walking dead exactly it's not not yeah like it's a it's its whole own thing so definitely don't go in you know expecting to you know find like the equivalent of rick and yeah oh absolutely not yes you're not gonna get that from fear the walking dead but i love fear the walking dead because it gives you you know, it's it, it's a breath of fresh air in that it takes us to a new area. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're on the West Coast and Fear the Walking Dead. And then also... Yeah, they're in Cali when it starts yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah, they're in yeah, Cali. They did go then, from Cali to, like, Mexico or some exactly. shit like that. Yeah. And I love the... I felt, I felt like Fear the Walking Dead was a lot more diverse. Mm-hmm. So I really... The first season, that. I didn't like that much. I'm not gonna lie okay i liked the second season way better yeah the first season I, was just kind of yeah. <laughs> to stick to it i i would say at least to like the third fourth mm. season where things like really start you know picking up and you're like oh, okay now like i'm invested in the story i'm invested you know in the characters and everything like that but yeah. but what we're here today to speak about specifically yes before we before we came together tonight i spoke to breezy and we were supposed to compile our list of our top 10 villains from the original series not the Mm -hmm. Mm spinoff just the originals i'm really excited to hear Mm -hmm. what these top 10 look like i feel like our top 10 is so different like i can't wait i just know it's that's what i was scared i was like oh i was like i'm excited about it but at the same time like yo breezy might roast me (laughs) no i'm like never i would never everybody's everybody is entitled to their opinion i just know that our list is going to be different yeah. I just know it is. Like, I and know for a fact there's probably two or three names on my list that you're not going to have on yours. Okay. Okay. I'm like, now I'm even more hyped to hear about that. <laughs> and like, it's so funny because when I was compiling my list, I I looked over my list several times and then I was like, man, let me go on Google and make sure I got the definition of villain right. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, so, villain is subjective. Exactly. So I was like, it very much is subjective. These characters, you know, on our list, you know, they're it's going to be pretty complex. Some of them might not be really straightforward. Some of you might be like, oh, I don't know about that, but it's subjective. And this is our list. So you really don't have any say. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. And let us know how you feel. But this is how we feel right now. So we're going to start with our number 10 villain of the Washington <laughs> Who do you have, Rizzi? I have Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> you put Lizzie's number 10 oh. okay before I ramble why'd you put me oh my god because like when I was going through looking at the people that I wanted to put on my list I kind of wanted to put people that I felt like yes obviously I kind of put it as like a joke but at the same time though like Lizzie killing her sister and Carol having to be the one to kill her that is when we see Carol make that shift and we see her turn kind of like into the badass that she is now like obviously way more stuff happens but to me yeah. I felt like it was in that moment mm-hmm. where she like really was just like I right, like the switch is just off because at that moment she was like I gotta do whatever the fuck I gotta do to protect our group even if it means killing little girls like because we know Carol obviously from season like one and two is being like the abused battered wife and who just cared about her daughter and shit like that you know she lost her daughter but she still very much cared about Lizzie and her sister like they were her daughters so the fact that it even though like yes like Lizzie needed to be taken down it's just the fact that it was it was Carol the one that did it I felt like that was just such a pivotal pivotal point in the series that I was like 
this is so significant. Yeah. So yeah. I put Lizzie as 10. <laughs> I definitely, I, I battled within myself as far as Lizzie. I was like, do I want to put her on the list? I def- she was definitely going to be at the bottom of the list. So more than like oh, for, sure. for me as well, you know, but I was really conflicted because even her sister was saying, you know, she's not okay. You know, she told Carol, like, you know, she's not right. Mm-hmm. And so I was very conflicted as far as, you know, it's not, she doesn't really know what she's doing. She doesn't understand. She's really not grasping, you know, you know, reality and everything like that. But again, this is where like the definition of villain and villainous comes in as far as it being subjective, that regardless of what the intention might've been, it was still something evil and it's still mm-hmm. something harmful you know yep. and yeah like really twisted that she killed her sister yep. and she was actually planning to kill baby judith too to pr- to prove to carol saying you know like she's just going to change like she's helping her to change you know and so carol kind of got to that point where she didn't have a choice that she needed to you know make her what was it just look at the flowers look at the flowers yep yeah so mm-hmm. i definitely i guess i definitely i agree with that yeah man compared to that my number 10 is hella basic no <laughs> what is it i put merle as number 10 i was gonna so, put merle okay merle is not on my list but i wanted to put him i almost put him yeah merle is definitely number 10 on my list because first and foremost he's a racist oh it's yeah like and you continue your racist ways <laughs> even mm-hmm. in the zombie apocalypse it's like we have enough to deal with you mm-hmm. know and so just him kind of bringing that chaotic energy that hatred yep. you know I, I felt like he needed to be on the list for that and then of course you know later on when um they find when we meet him again he's working with the governor and you know yep. he just um the governor's right hand man just killing innocent people and you know so he's he's definitely a given for me as being number 10 on my list mm-hmm. warranted because so. i almost put him on mine almost but then it's like shits yeah. and giggles i'm like i'm gonna put lizzie instead <laughs> yeah oh no, i definitely agree with with lizzie mm-hmm. okay. okay so <laughs> number nine i put eugene what i put eugene as oh number my nine. god he's not on my list i need to hear you this he's a villain i just oh, eugene is a villain okay listen he's, he's a, a fucking doofus is what he is he's a doofus okay yes he's a coward absolutely but he's also very manipulative and arrogant and i feel like his actions were very harmful like yes he wants to he wants to survive the the zombie apocalypse and so he's going to utilize his skills you know whatever he needs to survive but he mentioned himself that a lot a lot of people died trying to get him to washington oh, remember yeah. he mm-hmm. had this whole story of yeah he has the cure and he just needs to get to washington yep. and so like he had run into abraham in that moment when abraham was actually going to kill himself mm-hmm. and you know that gave that gave him a purpose and so abraham and a bunch of other people they met along the way went on this nonsense trip to washington and so to me that's villainous like when mm-hmm. you're lying to people and putting people's lives in danger to to make sure that you stay alive i mean i don't give him enough like i feel like that's just giving him too much like you think so? to be a villain like i guess because the way i look at villains is different like i do have like respect for them mm-hmm. in a sense even if it's like okay like i might hate you but it's like i get why you're doing what you're doing like eugene just did that like you said out but, of pure cowardice it wasn't like he had this like diabolical plan or whatever like i just feel like he's just a fucking idiot yeah, but Lizzie also <laughs> did have a diabolical plant. So it's like we can kind of argue that too. And like I well, just not, but she wasn't a coward though. Like I don't give cowards anything. That's mm-hmm. I guess that's the difference. It's okay, like so he just cowardice. did his shit out of pure cowardice. It wasn't like like he's just a I mean you say he's literally just a coward. Yeah. That might make him a villain though. That's like I said, everybody's shit is subjective. I just yeah. feel like he's just a fucking doofus. He's gotten better in the series, though, for sure. Yeah, he definitely has. I feel like he's redeemed himself because I think we brought this up. Maybe we didn't. Well, definitely he, I feel like he was responsible for uh, Rick 
being able to win that that war that battle with uh negan mm-hmm. on the hill when they met and then he you know sabotaged the ammo so like i feel like yeah he definitely redeemed himself there and villains do have redemption art so you know i'll give you that or <laughs> well, they can it's possible for them to have one yeah yeah and the thing with eugene for me i feel like what makes it what makes it more villainous to me in the sense of like the lies that he told these people to get him to Washington. These are people that he was, he was sitting down eating with sleeping, you know, in the same camp as them, like Mm -hmm. day in and day out for weeks, for months, just that is, I don't know that I'd be able to like live with myself doing something like that. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have for number nine? Who do you have for number nine? So I have the wolves okay. as number nine. You know, the ones that had like the W's carved on their forehead. Yeah, yeah. I really felt like I kind of maybe wanted to put them a little bit higher, but I don't know. Really? But I, I, I like where they're at. That's why they are where they are. That's why they're at number nine. But I felt like the damage that they did to like Alexandria and like kidnapping Morgan and shit like that was just very chaotic. Especially yeah. like the the leader Owen, you know, the one that they had locked up, and he mm-hmm. finessed his way out of shit. Like I just felt like the amount of chaos and the small amount of time that they were on the screen was just like significant. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I definitely got to throw them up there because they like jeopardize like the whole ass safety of Alexandria. They're the ones. They're the reasons why Alexandria got overran because you know they drove that truck through the walls, and it's like here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, that was that was them. Was that when um the one little kid died, Sam? Was that at that time? Yeah, whenever he was getting like when yeah. they were walking through uh Rick and the, the girl and Carl mm-hmm. and Carl got like shot in the eye and shit. That was all like a result of that because yeah. they drove down the wall. So that's why I said, I was like, for that specific reason, maybe I wanted to put them higher, but then I'm like, nah, like, but they definitely to me needed to be on the list yeah because so much shit was just happening at alexandria and that was just like the fucking bullshit that took it all over the edge because like season six was really crazy because of the actions of the wolves yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i I actually had them as an honorable mention they were another one that i I kind of wrestled with do i really want them on the list but Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's that's a good one that's a good one yep (laughs) number eight I put Carol. <laughs> She's not on my list, but. She's not on your list? No, no list she is so a fucking happy. queen, bro. I love her. My list is so I, I, that's, I told you, I knew our list was going to be. I knew it. But it's like, I know, I already know what you're going to say. And I agree. But I just fucking what love am her I too say? much. What am I <laughs> she say? has done some villainous shit. She has. It definitely did get to the point where Carol was just doing shit for her. When as opposed to it used to just be she was doing shit for the group. But yeah. she'll kill and do whatever the fuck she's got to do to like. And that, that could be the definition of a villain. Like you kill whoever, whatever to fit your agenda. Yeah. Which is what Carol be doing. She definitely does. So, yeah, I agree, but she's not on my list. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, Carol's definitely on the list from the present. And it's so interesting because I was actually, I was actually reading a little bit about Carol specifically for the season 10 and how people were, people hated her for the decisions that she made as far as like um, her being super tunnel vision on Alpha and, you know, running into the cave and getting everybody, you know, trapped in there and everything like that. But that's not at all the reason why she's on my list. It just, mm-hmm. it goes further back to, you know, just the prison mm-hmm. and that that impulsive decision that I felt that she made to burn those people. And I don't, and I'm guessing she, she, of course she didn't burn them alive. So I'm guessing she stabbed them and then like she burned their bodies because she thought that they were sick and that they were going to get everybody else sick. If I, if I understood correctly, like it's been a while since I watched that season. Mm -hmm. And I, I just felt like she made that decision so quickly but I also understand because, you know, when I was reading up on her, it's like, okay, 
Carol has experienced a lot of trauma. You know, yes. she lost her kid. Uh, that she lost Sophia. Then she lost. Well, further down after the prison, she loses um, Sam, which was kind of like you know um, she was getting close to Sam, or Sam was getting close to her. And then later on, she loses Henry, and of course, like that wound just like opens up again. And not to mention the um, Lizzie and her sister. You know, losing these kids like back to right. back. So, like, I understand that she's hyper vigilant and she made that decision. So, I can understand that on one end, it's like, oh my God, like, how could you do such a thing and have it be so impulsive? But sometimes that's how trauma comes out. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, you want to protect the people around you and, you know, you, you're haunted by, you know, what you lost. And so, like, you react without even thinking. But, it takes a. I feel like it. It takes a lot to end somebody's life. Yeah, like, but also we're like in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, so it's like you know yeah. you turn into a completely different person. Yeah, and that's another interest. That's another interesting thing too. But we won't go too into that because I feel like that's a whole other combo. So that would be a it whole is other conversation <laughs> as far as like people's character and how they develop and were they real were they really like this you know Mm -hmm. or are they or have they always been like this or did they develop you know or so like their environment changes them and things like that but yeah so for me uh, you know the prison thing you know with Kara I felt like that was really messed up like just taking the lives of innocent people innocent as far as we know but yeah um you know, I felt like that was really messed up. I also felt like villainous in the sense of her actions can be harmful, especially in the later season, as far as, like you said, just kind of doing whatever it is that she she's trying to do, um, you know, kind of keeping Daryl out of the loop as far as what's going on with her and, mm-hmm. you know, having people be put in danger you know while it wasn't intentional but because she wasn't able to see past her need for vengeance you know um it became harmful for the group Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know so she's she's on the list but she's low on the list but yeah got you yeah yeah uh my number eight is alpha from the whisperers okay (laughs) go ahead um because i mean like i said i don't know how caught up people are in the series i'm not completely caught up but um Mm -hmm. i was able to see part of that yeah i mean she went in and was beheading key people from the community and like put their heads on stakes you know just because she could (laughs) um she does a lot of damage, but that's going more into like the comic series. But even from what they've shown so far, like on the show, from what I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. she snuck into her little carnival and did her little, you know, yeah. went in and was just murdering folks and wearing someone else's face. face yeah. You know, she's absolutely a villain. Yeah. Um, maybe if I get further into the series, cause like I said, I did stop at a certain point, but everything that I've seen, from what they've depicted of her on the show so far. Yeah, she's definitely on that on my list. Okay. Especially right. when I saw the heads that was on the spikes. I was like, oh God. That hurt. Yeah, I was that like, hurt. Tara. For me, it was Tara. I'm like, yeah. that that was my lesbian. So I was just like, bro, no, not Tara. <laughs> oh my God. Tara was on there. Yeah, Tara was on there. Yep. Yep. Oh <laughs> so oh yeah, she's God. definitely like on that. the list. Oh my gosh, she was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene was brutal. It was tough, especially seeing everybody's reactions to have to look at all of that shit was just yeah. it was it was a lot. Yeah, and then Daryl trying to stop Carol like from seeing. Yep, because yeah. yet another one of her kids that she had, yeah. you know, you know, kind of like lightweight adopted is also gone again. Yeah. And again, so, like yeah. going back to like, you know, what I was reading up on Carol as far as like Carol seems to be holding a lot more guilt than anybody else mm-hmm. as far as like Sophie not being able to keep Sophie safe, having to kill Lizzie, having to um you know feeling like she sent um 
she sent Sam spiraling because of all the things like, you know, she was telling him, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Henry, you know, feeling responsible because she's, they needed help, you know, they needed help in the kingdom. And so feeling like maybe she pushed him to go and like, you know, to learn the trade, to come back to help and everything like that. So like, yep. it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, I can, I can see, I wasn't expecting Alpha to be so, so low on your list. um i guess because the people i guess because like i said i'm not 100 like caught up on the show i haven't seen a lot of alpha i just knew that she needed to be on there from what i have seen and the other people that are above her it's like i have more history because like i said the only real knowledge i have of alpha is like the shit that i've read like in the you know the the graphic novels yeah. Um, but it's like I said, just the parts that I have been able to see on the show was a lot. So I was like, yeah, she's definitely got to be on this fucking list for sure. Okay. All right. So for seven, and you'll probably find a pattern here. Mm-hmm. I put Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> he's not on my list. I, I He's another he's coward, coward, man. Like. <laughs> listen if you're a coward you're yeah. villain you're on yeah my list. i'm like i just uh i can't give him nothing bro fuck him he ain't on my list fuck that motherfucker yo. <laughs> oh he pissed me off so fucking bad though everybody hate chris aka yes. noah he got him killed still in the to me one of the worst deaths on the show definitely i absolutely People never bring people never bring that kill up, and I'm like that one was so gruesome to look at. Obviously, up until you know Glenn, but at that point where it was at in the show, that was the most gruesome death in the show to me. I was not easily. I was not expecting. Yeah, they ripped his fucking face apart, and you had to just watch it. (laughs) And then having Glenn, you know, and him asking for help, and it's like. Mm -hmm. was like you can't do anything at this point and all it took was for nicholas to just have a little bit of patience you know a little bit of you know um courage and to just wait you know and (sighs) i felt so bad watching him and is it wrong that after that happened in my head i was like everybody (laughs) (laughs) i was like yo that was terrible so you know Definitely he had to be on my list for that. And then also because he tried to kill Glenn like three times. Mm-hmm. So very simple reason. So that's why he's on my, he's number seven for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Who do you have? Uh, number seven. I just put Terminus. Okay. Um, They was eating people. Yeah. Case closed. <laughs> You can't be, and I understand where, you know, because it, once again, this is where, because it's it's so funny that I'm saying this because it's like different because I watched The Hundred where on that show, uh, the leader, uh, Blood Raina, Octavia, she has her community eat people, but it's a whole different situation because they're like trapped in a bunker for mm-hmm. like seven years or whatever, because they can't, they can't live in the outside world because the whole planet is tainted. So it's kind of like at that point, what else do you do? Uh, Terminus, it's like, okay, they're still, y'all still living out in the, in the forest. You know, you can forage for berries or eat squirrels or something. Like you don't have to take that route to just be like, oh yeah, we eating folks. Yeah. So I just feel like it's different circumstances. Like they just automatically was like, yeah, we're going to welcome you into this community as bait. Like the way they went about it was just so evil. Yeah. So yeah, it's fuck them. Yeah. They're definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. Not, at, not at number seven, but I'll I'll go into that a little bit further. They're higher up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to, they're, I'm like, there's no way we can make a top ten list and not have Terminus on there. It was just they, oh, they yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Six. I put Shane. Okay, we're close. We're close there. Okay. <laughs> we're close. I was like, wait, don't tell me you don't have Shane on your list either. No, he's absolutely on my list. We're close. Shane Shane was definitely, I had a love-hate relationship with Shane. I love him. Yeah. He's still a villain, but I fucking love him. Yeah. 
Man, I was so sad to see Shane die, even though Me he too. wasn't. Yep. You know, I wanted to see, like I, I was even imagining like, can you imagine if, if Shane was alive during the Negan, you know, during Negan's, you know, time? Mm-hmm. Like, I would have loved to see that, you know. So, um, but for me, Shane got Shane's number six on the list because the whole oldest situation. Like, I felt like that was really messed up. I spoke to somebody and they're like, well, no, you know, he didn't have a choice and everything like that. And it's just like, it's just, it's just this, this, the, the quickness for me. It's like, but I guess in a situation like that, you don't really have a choice. Like you have to act quickly. He was making the decisions that the group should have made though, but it looked very bad because we're like in season one and two of the show. Yeah. And he's already there, whereas opposed to we see people doing the same shit that Shane was doing now. It just took them longer to get there. But the Otis, how'd you feel about the Otis, the Otis sacrifice, though? I mean, he was in his mind. He was trying to get back to Carl. He was trying to get the meds to Carl. He didn't know Otis. So he's like, all right, motherfucker, bye. And not saying it makes it right. I'm just saying it from like his point of view. He felt like he was doing the right thing because they were being overrun and they didn't have anywhere to go. So he's like, okay, if we both die here, it'll be in vain because it's like, we're going to die. Carl's going to die. It's going to, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like a spiral of events. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like it was a necessary sacrifice. I'm sorry. He's still a villain. Like I said, I just, I love Shane. He's on my list. So I was like, I'm there with you, but I just still love him. I can't shit talk him at all. <laughs> I love the fuck out of him. Even the oldest John Barthol stand all the way. <laughs> even, even the oldest sacrifice, I, I could... I could give him that where it's like, okay, you're, you're being overwhelmed. You got to, you had to get the meds to Carl. Okay. That's not the shit I think he's a villain for. I think just the way that he started thinking that like Lori and and Carl were his wife and son. Exactly. That's the part for me that I was like, I motherfucker chill. Like I get it. Y'all thought Rick was dead. So, you know, y'all was fucking or whatever. He's back, you know, but you're still trying to live in this fantasy world of like, that's now my wife and that's now my son. And it's like, nah, nigga, it's not. <laughs> so it's like, you know, just for yeah. that part, I was like, all right, you need to calm down. That yeah. was to me where like the villainous part of him came into play. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for me, he was number six because he attempted to kill Rick. Like yeah. I could understand, you know, just like he, he wanted said. to be Rick. <laughs> yeah. Like you had the affair, you know, you, you did what you, you had to do as far as like, taking care of them and like you know making sure everybody was safe you know that's great but it's like like you said now rick rick's not dead he's back that's his wife that's his son and you know even in the when they had to go into the forest that first season and um i forget what's his name so saw him the way he was looking at rick Mm -hmm. like the way like he was already contemplating like killing him yep So it's like, that's supposed to be your best friend. That might have been Herschel that seen that. I can't remember. I know what you're... No, it wasn't Herschel. Damn. Oh, that's so long ago. No, I don't remember. I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. I feel so bad for getting his name because I thought he was a really great character as far as like that moral compass. He was the moral compass of the group. Oh, you're talking about Dale. Dale, yeah. Dale, yep. That's that's why I confused him with Herschel because I knew it was like an old white dude. But yeah, Yeah. no, it it was Dale. Yep. Yeah, Dale had these big bug eyes. Like yep. every time he, it's like he had the tea on everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So just you know that attempting to kill Rick, trying to like you know take over, it's just super manipulative, and just the things he was capable of doing. Like when he um got the one prisoner that they had in the barn, and then you know let. Um, brought him out to the woods to kill him and mm-hmm. then like bash his face into the tr- like he was he was doing Shane a lot do anything. yeah Shane will do anything but he was I, I loved his character and I was really sad to see him go yep same yeah. who'd you put my number six is Gregory okay just so I did I was like I do have a coward on my list but I guess it's just like his cowardice brought more actual like beef into the community you know what i'm saying like him switching sides and he was trying to be this big leader and then like it revealed that he had never done anything he's never killed 
a single walker. He had never killed a single human. And he's completely, you know, ineffective in combat. Like, he was just a bitch all around and thought he could rule people and everything was his way. But he was a bitch. Like, and then, like, he flipped sides and went over and started working with, like, the saviors and shit like that and was just a flip-flopping ass fucker. So I was like, I felt like his cowardice actually brought more, like, drama into the community and maggie had to like essentially take over and like right all his wrongs and shit like that or at least try to at the hilltop you know mm-hmm. so yeah and i didn't i didn't fuck with yeah that's what i'm saying like he just he was a himself. bitch all all the way through yeah. so it's like he was a coward but it's like a lot of his actions actually led to like just like direct beef within the yeah. community that i was like i can't not put him on the list because it's like his bitchness just brought so much fuck shit <laughs> like it really yeah. did him like i said him siding with the saviors was like the thing for me that i was like oh yeah but he was only doing that obviously because he was a coward but yeah that's yeah. why he tried to come crawling back yeah i had him as honorable mention for all the same reasons that she said mm-hmm. yeah number five i have jadis the leader of the scavengers mm. i almost put her on my list she's not on my list though okay all right yeah, and I feel like I think just very- for the simple fact because she like helped Rick at the end, like his exit to the show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, she still pissed me off though. But yeah, fuck her. Yeah, yeah. Just the, I feel like she, similar to Gregory, just like the flip flopping and kind of just well, I'm gonna go with whatever group I can benefit from most, and just kind of <laughs> manipulating everybody and going mm-hmm. along, you know, with everybody, and then you know, they had, they had the chance of, I feel, ending things, if I recall correctly, in that first, in that one fight, but then because, you know, they didn't realize that the scavengers had turned on them, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it completely, you know, turned the tide of, you know, the, yep. the fight, so I was like, yeah, she's gotta go on the list, like, that was so messed up. Definitely. Yeah. Did we do your five? Uh, my five is Shane. So as I said, I'm like we're we're like the same at least on that one. Yeah. And we spoke on him, but yeah, Shane. It's like I said, as much as I love him, he absolutely has to go on the on this fucking list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I put him like halfway through the list. It's like breezy. Love these villains out here. It's like not. Oh, I do. I always go up for the villains. Everybody, everybody knows I love me a good villain. I really fucking do. I I still like recognize like yes, they're a villain, but I'm like I love them. But yeah, no. So yeah, Shane's number five for sure. Okay, okay. And I put we talked about him a little bit already. I put Terminus as number four. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And and as you said, they were out here eating people. They could have foraged. They could have scavenged. I mean, yeah. you know, all these other groups are doing this. Yeah. Like, how mm-hmm. did it get to this point so fast? But they gave, you know, their little backstory at the end about how, like, you know, um, how um, Gareth and his mm-hmm. mother and, you know, his brother, like, they were trapped in this. They were trapped and they were being, you know, abused and, you know, tortured and everything like that for I don't know how long. And so I guess that made them so, you know, bitter and spiteful. And then, you know, they just are out there (laughs) hunting, not even hunting people. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me, I felt like that was that made it even more villainous in the sense that they were putting up these signs kind of giving people a sense of hope yeah that's all it was so, it completely evil what they were doing exactly like even when they yeah. gave the backstory i felt nothing i was like yeah y'all niggas still evil i don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> and so i felt like that was that was the worst of it and that you have these people traveling long distance like yep. looking for to a, bait them shred of hope you yep. know as bait <laughs> exactly and i was like yo that's messed up and then the scene where they bring them into that little like that's that room where they were slaughtering the people yep that like, was so stressful the, oh my god just the lack of humanity like it was like 
I felt like that scene was shot so well. Like it was so cold mm-hmm. and so emotionless, you know, aside from like the people that are horrified at, you know, what's about to happen to them. And like they were just slitting these people's throats like hogs. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what kind of human can do that? Yep. It was no. horrible. Yeah. So they're so they're pretty high up for me at number four. Yep. That makes and sense. They ate, what's his feet? They what's his feet? <laughs> oh, old dude's foot. Yeah. Um, I forgot it. Bob. Bob. A Bob's fiend. He's like tainted meat. Tainted meat. Yep. I was like, oh my god. And then you're eating somebody's feet, like just in front of them, chilling, hot sauce, whatever the hell. Like it was just, it was like you said, super stressful. Very. <sighs> super stressful. Uh, who do you put for number four? <laughs> oh my god, I feel like you're gonna hurt me. Well, because we talked about this already. Number four, I have our lovely Rick Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even surprised. Do you have Rick on your list? I don't. I oh struggled. my god, I struggled. Okay. I'll say why, but you tell us why you have Rick as number four. I mean, because we we touched base on this when we were talking in The Girl with All the Gifts. It's like, yeah. we love Rick because we're watching the show through Rick's narrative. But yeah. like, if we rewind the whole season and we start watching the show through Negan's, you know, perspective we're going to look at Rick as the villain that he actually is. I mean, it takes him a while. It does take him because if we're going to keep it a band, Rick Grimes literally turns into what Shane is. It just took him longer to get there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My thing with Rick, okay, the reason why I didn't put Rick on, I feel like unless, you know, the veil is just still over my eyes, (laughs) but I feel like every time Rick acts, He's being directly threatened. Like, I like I feel like he's being. It was like that in the beginning. I felt like he just started to attack as the show got like further on. Give me, give me an example, because I don't recall. Because <laughs> even when they ran up in the what was that the cell tower or wherever that satellite station and like killed all those fucking people, and even Glenn was saying that they didn't have to do that. They really mm-hmm. didn't have to do that. You know that was them striking first, and that's the reason why Negan retaliated. Because oh, you if know what you're right, I forgot about yeah, that. and I was like Rick. It did get to a point where Rick did just start because he got to the point where he was like, which granted I understand because like I said, we're watching it through Rick's narrative. He's always thinking like, okay, we've tried to, we did the jail, we did you know Alexandria. I mean, we've done, we've done you know the hilltop and everything. Like every time we try and fucking like come in on people's terms, they fuck us. So now we're just about to start attacking first. Which I get it, but it's like I said, we're watching it through Rick's narrative, and he's our nigga, so we're like, go, Rick, go. But Glenn had a hard time, a very hard time with what they did in the satellite station, because they didn't have to do that. And that's yeah. why Negan retaliated. And everybody always wants to say, oh, Negan's... I mean, he was... If, if somebody had did that shit to Rick, he would have did the same shit that uh, Negan did. Maybe not as cruel, but he would have definitely retaliated in the same way. Rick yeah. struck first when it came to Negan. You know what? You're he did. You see, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I but it's like I said, we're watching it from Rick's narrative, and we love him. So everything he does, we're like, you know, go Rick, go. But he definitely has villain ways yeah. about him. He's doing. He had. He is now Shane. It's just it took him longer to get there. He was yeah. still holding on. And it's like I said, I completely understand. I love Rick. I don't fault him for shit. That's my nigga. But I yeah. can't sit here and say the same things about Shane and then like try and just turn a blind eye to Rick doing the exact same shit. You're right. It just it's- took him longer to get to that point because as we've seen, he's been through a fuckload. <laughs> the reason why I didn't, the reason why I was so conflicted, I completely forgot about the scene that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about when Negan's people attacked uh, Daryl and I believe it was Daryl, Maggie and whoever else, you know, when they were in the, tr- in the, the RV mm-hmm. and then he came All out that was after the satellite 
station. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So see, I misunderstood that part, but yeah, you're absolutely right. So then he did, <laughs> Rick did attack first, and so he's also a villain. Yep. All right, people. <laughs> I admit it. Rick is definitely a villain, but I fucking love him and stand up beside him forever i love rick grimes i'm not gonna shit talk him ever but he definitely has villainous ways and belongs on this list (laughs) if i could have a leader i would want i would want rick to be leader uh rick for president okay oh no absolutely absolutely he did what the fuck that he was supposed to do for his people absolutely that's why i say i don't have i don't have nothing negative to say about him i love rick i really do but it's like I said, for the same reason Shane is on this list, it's the same reason I gotta put Rick on there. That's why I got Rick number four and Shane number five. One thing about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for three, I put the Whispers. I put okay. so Whispers pretty much alpha, beta, the whole group. Mm-hmm. And not for anything as much as the way they moved. Like to me, they were probably they're probably the coolest villain mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, they're dope of the whole series because when we I forget which season they're introduced in, but at the end of one episode, at the end of one um um season finale, we hear like the zombies are talking. I've never read the comics, so the people who read the comics probably already were like, "Oh, that's gonna be the whispers." Yeah, for- we knew that they were coming for a while. <laughs> Yeah. But for me, being a person who didn't read the comics, I was like, yo, what the heck is going on with these walkers? Like, can it get any worse? Like, what is yeah. happening? And so, you know, to me, when the next season comes in and we find out that these are people that actually walk among the walkers, they dress in a walker skin, they whisper this is their way of life, and, you know, they... like to me that was just so amazing so just off of that they're number three because i just and then they're able and alpha specifically is able to to control the hordes in a sense yeah Mm -hmm. you know to me that i'm like that is wild yeah you know and so like that just for that you know obviously like she's an abusive mom Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she's you know, she put the heads on the spike and everything. She killed people that she didn't have to kill, you know, just for the sake of, well, this is my territory and I don't want anybody in my land, you know. But they were just a dope group. <laughs> Who'd you have? For number three, I have the governor. Okay. Um, I, I, I just hate him. <laughs> He's one of the villains on the show that I just do not like. I just fucking hate him so much. I mean, he's on there, obviously, for the obvious reasons, you know, came after the group and everything that went down at the prison and him killing Herschel was just so fucking unwarranted. Like Rick was just giving his speech and he meant it like Rick really did mean it. He really was trying to make peace. And you see him back in the machete away, like, you know what? Okay, I can get down with this. And then he's like, you know what? Liar. I'm like, nah! Like, I was just so... Oh, I was so gutted. And then, like, he was so mad at the way everything went down that he just went and started killing his own people. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker done lost it. Like, just... Oh, my God. Just the shit with him and Andrea. Just everything. Ugh. Like, I just... I can't get with the governor, man. I fucking hate him! Yeah. Oh Michonne Michonne plucked that idol. I'll, you know, give her that. But yeah, fuck the governor, she bro. She did. Man, I w- So you put the governor the governor's number 3. Yeah. I struggled with putting the governor between 1 and 2. I put him mm. at 2. Okay. I put him at two and of course for all the same reasons that you said, you know, killing Herschel the way he did. Um, killing his own people <laughs> he just got to a point where he seemed like he was just so fed up with trying to keep up this image image of, of the nice guy and whatever yeah. the fuck yeah he like, really you know spiraled I'm just, I'm just killing all you fools no words nothing yeah he just opened open season on his own people I'm like oh my god like this motherfucker's losing his mind yeah and even like his soldiers you know whatever you want to call them like they were just so in shock 
Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't even do anything. And I don't blame it was just like, yo, let me not say anything before this dude decides like he's gonna kill me. Right. You know, he was just he was just off his <laughs> off his rocker. Absolutely. Sort of. He yeah. just lost all his fucking marbles. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming down to our final our top final, two. Yep. Yeah, top two. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Who did you put? For number for two? Team? Yes. I have Negan. Wait. <laughs> and uh, what okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um go ahead. I mean, obviously, it's like I I absolutely love Negan. Um I, I I've always loved Negan. I knew Negan was coming since 2013 in the comics. That's when he actually killed Glenn in the comics was 2013. So knowing that information as long as I did, and then finally being able to see it on the show, I think it was like 2016 or 17. I was like, Oh God, here we go. But um, yeah, I just, he's, yes he's obviously a villain uh but it's like he's just so fucking i love him i don't give a fuck like but i also love him yeah he's a smooth criminal but i mean he's absolutely a villain um we obviously i mean he tortures and kills people and bashes their skulls in with fucking lucille with his baseball bat and you know the way you know he has all his little wives harem that he treats all them like shit or whatever but you know i He's definitely a villain. I love him to death, but he's a villain, you know? Yeah. Even after the shit with him and Rick, they continued that for, like I said, Rick threw the first stone, but Negan kept it going way longer than it needed to go. Um, He has his little redemption arc that he has, but, you know, Negan definitely, I felt like, did way more damage to the community than the governor did because people like to go back and forth between, like, Who's worse, Negan or the governor? And I'm like, you cannot sit here and tell me watching that scene, which was the most, mind you, I was able, like, I won a contest, right? I went out, I was, I went and flew out to California to actually watch that episode live where Negan kills Glenn and Abraham. Like, we were at the Hollywood Cemetery. It was maybe like 500 people all there. Um, But we were there for the live taping of, you know, the talking dead. So, you know, the whole entire cast was there. So we were able to sit there and actually, which is the therapy that I needed. I was like, oh my God, I get to actually look at Stephen Young, like live. He's there. He's alive or whatever. Same thing with Abraham. I was like, oh my God, they're actually here in front of my face. Okay, they're alive. Yes. Like I have that shit on video and everything. Um, But yeah, so nobody can sit here and tell me watching that scene, especially when he broke Rick down and he thought that he was about to like kill Carl or or not or take Carl's arm off and Andrew Lincoln the fact that he does not have an Emmy for The Walking Dead is just the biggest crock of bullshit (sighs) that I could ever think because I'm like if anybody deserves an Emmy for a show it is fucking Andrew Lincoln for the portrayal of Rick Grimes because oh my god like especially in that moment where he was literally bawling crying snot everything just like we have never seen that emotion come out of Rick Grimes ever. And it was yeah. Negan that took him there. So I'm like, that part alone is going to have me put Negan over the governor. Nobody had Rick shook more than fucking Negan. Yeah. So like, he just, the, just the, oh, like, <laughs> it's like I said, as that much as I fucking love him, he's just so evil. Yeah. That scene was so painful that, I think it took a couple months before I was able to actually watch the whole um, season. It was so emotionally like, taxing. I hated, like, I, I yeah. can't, like... Yeah. I hated Negan before... <laughs> I hated Negan before I even saw just how terrible, you know, he just how much more terrible he could be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I know you have him for, for number two, but for those same reasons that you said, which is why I have him as number one, I struggled mm-hmm. with having, you know, between, you know, him and the governor, because Negan, he shows, like, some soft sides, like, with um, Carl, with, like, yeah. you know. Um, which is why I hate that they, I hate yeah. that they kill Carl, because, like, yeah. in the actual comics there's this huge redemption arc with negan and it directly involves his relationship with carl 
and you yeah. aren't able to see that on the show. And that for me is when I got to the point where I was like, fuck this show. Because me, I can watch shows knowing, okay, they're killing off such and such, whatever. As long as it pushes the story forward, I'm good. Like I might not be happy with it because it's a character I like or whatever, but if it's for the sake of the story and it's pushing it forward and it's got a proper narrative, then sure. There was yeah. literally no reason for Carl to die and nothing came from it. Nothing positive, negative, nothing. It just was, it happened. So yeah. I was like, y'all potentially, like y'all literally ruined a they huge ruined a arc of Negan's redemption. You know what I'm saying? Be- by killing Carl. Cause Re- uh, yeah. Regan, and Negan like and Carl get very to- close in the series. I feel like they tried to do it with Judith yeah you know but it doesn't hit the same yeah nah <laughs> like it just doesn't hit the same yeah nah no yeah i needed yeah. i needed that negan and carl redemption arc and i didn't get it so at that point i was like fuck y'all i'm done with y'all like i'm pissed off yeah um but Ooh, no that's okay. I, when, when you hear my number one you're gonna be like bitch for real <laughs> and if that's who i think it is you're not number a- one literally is da, 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 the walkers <laughs> Reezy, Reezy, it's the one that's all like i knew she's gonna be like bitch i'm done with you god <laughs> i know you were calculating in your head like okay we didn't said the governor rick chain like terminus alpha who the fuck could be number one it's the walkers People seem to forget, like, they are the reason that we're in the show, even though they steer away from the constant threat of the walkers. That's always the constant threat, is the walkers. Number one, the walkers. Yes. Why? I, I stand like, I mean, by I that. Get it, but... <laughs> people, people forget because The Walking Dead makes it easy to forget sometimes because they try and make this show, like, about the people. When the constant threat in the show is the walkers. That's always going to be the walkers. It don't matter if it's season one, if it's season 20, whatever. It's going to be the group trying to survive against the fucking walkers. That dictates every single thing that they do. They are the biggest villain in the show. That really... That really threw me. (laughs) I knew you weren't weren't going to know what my number one was. Like, you're absolutely right. Like, we forget about the walkers. And I don't know, part of me is okay with that. Part of me is okay with forgetting about the walkers because I enjoy that the bigger villains, at least yeah. to me, are can be the people. Oh, you know, absolutely. Like I love seeing, you know, the interactions and I love seeing, you know, how, you know, people's thought process and how manipulative somebody, you know, could be and like, how far can somebody be pushed to do something that they maybe would have never thought to do before, you know, a zombie apocalypse. So yeah, yeah. like we do forget, but <laughs> thanks for reminding us. About the, walkers <laughs> the show the is the walking dead. And I'm like, it don't matter what villains come in and do their arts. They always come, they leave, they die, whatever they do their villain and shit. But the walkers is always going to be the constant threat. Always. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, to me, they're the number one villain. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew you weren't going to know. I knew you weren't going to know. I, I knew that was going to throw you off. Can I? Okay. We've been, re- we've been live for a little bit. I do want for us to share at least one, one honorable mention. Did you have an honorable mention? Um, My honorable mention was Merle because I, okay. I did struggle with putting him on there. Mm-hmm. But then I, like I said, I did Lizzie instead for the shits and giggles, but I was going to put Merle on there at number 10. Okay. All right. I put. Lori. Or maybe, or maybe Dwight. Dwight. I could see Dwight. Lori's my honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> She's just such a fucking bimbo, man. She's Fuck her. <laughs> She's a villain. She's she absolutely like, is just, a villain. Like I just like, yes, yeah, Shane was in the wrong, but the way that she was like this little voice in Rick's ear, like Shane's bad, Shane's dangerous. You need to do something about him. He's but gonna what's like the one you know, fucking him. Yep. Yeah, and then. When Rick is pushed back into a corner because, you know, 
your side dude is like threatening to kill him and yep. you know he ends up you know not having a choice and killing him and then the way she responded to rick when rick was like yeah you know, I'm glad it's over. Like, I just wanted it to be done. You know, I had to kill him. Mm-hmm. And the way she was like so standoffish and terrified, mortified, like, how can this be? Like, how could you do this? And it's like, weren't you the one telling this man that Shane was dangerous and yep. that Shane was like, you know, and so I was like, that's messed up. Like, that's not what Rick needs right now. Rick needs as much support as he could get. <laughs> and for you know? me, I feel like, Lori was the one more wrong in the affair with Shane Mm -hmm. because if I remember correctly I think Rick was only in his coma for maybe like two or three months yes it wasn't a long period of time it's like okay we know we know niggas is grimy okay yo nigga out the paint now I can fuck you yeah he was my best friend you know niggas don't eat it's niggas but you like that was your husband the father of your child like you're able to just go off and fuck his best friend in the matter of two months like it's that quick for you to be able to just move on like that was some fucky wucky ass bullshit i ain't like that yeah yeah that was that was mm -mm. we don't like that yeah yeah so yeah fuck (laughs) her bro (laughs) all right we are wrapping up I gotta say, I was shocked. I felt like <laughs> your list was really dynamic. I really enjoyed listening to your list. Mm-hmm. Not a basic list at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the conversation. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me and you know just sharing your thoughts on The Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, those of you guys at home, if you've not seen The Walking Dead, I know we probably spoiled a lot of stuff for you. <laughs> But you should still check it out, even if you watch, let's say, like a spinoff, you know. But I would say watch the original series, and I would recommend Fear the Walking Dead. Not so much that new one that came out. I can't <laughs> it yet because I haven't watched past like ten minutes. But yeah, guys, uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode, and definitely comment on Twitter. Our Twitter is Hoarders Pod. So if you're not following us, drop us a follow on there. And yeah, guys, we will see you next time. Woo woo.